0: The Entrepreneur MBA Podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the $10 million in revenue per year benchmark. Here is your host, Stephen Helastic. Welcome everyone. My name is Steven Helastic, and I'm co-founder of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions provides easy to set up lines of credit for small businesses. And I will be your host for today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast. If you are interested in learning more about a business line of credit, please visit us at fscreditline.com. That's F-S as in Financing Solutions, creditline.com. Over the last 25 years, I've built six companies in the $5 million to $25 million range, including two companies on the Inc. 500 fastest growing lists in the United States. I love learning from people with business experience, and today I'm excited to be speaking with Beth Shaw from YogaFit. Beth Shaw is the author of four best-selling books on wellness. She is the founder of Yoga Fit Training Systems and a pioneer in the wellness, yoga, and fitness space in North America. She is also the host of Make America Healthy radio show. Beth is also a Harvard alumni and a graduate of the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. Beth, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So I think this is probably my 200th episode of this podcast, And if you listen to enough of anybody's podcasts, you get a feeling for what they believe in. And I am a big, huge proponent of exercising diet if you're going to be an entrepreneur, to focus on those things. because let's you know, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it is a long road, it's really hard, and I just feel it's a strategic advantage to keep yourself fit. And I would imagine, uh, Beth, you feel the same way.
1: Uh, very much so, Stephen. I um, travel in a lot of business circles. I'm a member of EO and a graduate of Goldman Sachs. I go to their conferences. Uh I've been around a lot of people, uh, a lot of business owners from Harvard, and you know, I have to say that in many arenas, health is not focused on in in I believe the way that it should be. And just as you stated, you know, as an entrepreneur, you are like an athlete. You are always running some marathon, uh, trying to grow your business, trying to grow your business back, perhaps trying to start a business. Uh, preventing your business from declining. So I believe as entrepreneurs, we should really be running our bodies like a machine or like a business. And, you know, if we're running a business, we we want a healthy balance statement. And and the same thing goes for our bodies. You know, we want to make sure that we are in optimal health to withstand the challenges that life and running a business brings us. But not just physically, but also uh, even more importantly, mentally. Right now, I know, um, and, I, and I'm guilty of this myself. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs are suffering from uncertainty, uh, you know, economic changes from the whole COVID pandemic, uh, changing business climates. So it's important to really focus also on the mental aspects and the emotional aspects of things because. We can't let ourselves get derailed. And if you don't have a healthy body to support your mind, uh, you're not going to show up to be your best self. You're not going to be as focused, as clear, or as determined uh, as you need to be. I believe we need physical stamina as well as mental stamina.
0: Yeah. So let's be clear because the people listening today, we have about 10,000 listeners, right? The people listening today, they could be 23 years old and they have their new business. They have a they just started a business, right? You could have someone at 30, 40 years old who just started their own business, right? So, but when you're inexperienced at in business, we could all, you know, you might think, uh, oh, well, it's been rough because of COVID. Oh, 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 it's been rough because the inflation. It's been rough because of supply problems. Um, well, let me tell you, over 30 years. Uh, I've dealt with uh, the 2001 recession, the 2008 recession, miscarriages of a baby, uh, the death of my wife. Um, I can go down the line over and over and over again. And I would just tell everybody that what has allowed me to handle this all those situations plus has been that I tend to take really good care of myself. And so I do believe that as important as the execution of your business is, it's just as important that you take really good care of yourself. And it's one of the reasons why I asked, you know, I wanted Beth to come on the show is to talk a little bit about, you know, I'm probably not the best person for Beth to be talking to because I really believe in in what she says. But Beth, I mean, tell me a little bit about anybody, some stories that you know of people who were entrepreneurs or business owner, uh, business executives who really had a come to, let's say, Jesus moment about exercise, and what did it do for them?
1: Well. I think back to my days as a member of WPO women's presence organization, when I was living in Los Angeles and there was a woman there and she was, uh, pretty overweight. I would say obese ran a very successful business and then got a breast cancer diagnosis and really, uh, then decided that it was time for her to focus on her health, not just her business. She started exercising, uh, eating differently, clean eating, uh, fasting one day a week. And she was really able to turn it around, survive her cancer. I believe she lost around 85 pounds and got a whole new lease on life um, as a, you know, relatively thin, healthy person. And, you know, for many people, a health crisis is the only thing that makes them wake up and say that they need to take control and charge of their health. Um, you know, there's a lot of business dinners with excessive alcohol consumption, uh, the tendency towards people wanting to eat fast food at their desk because they're busy working. And I've been saying uh, for a very long time, your health is your most valuable asset always. And it's true because, you know, if we don't have our health, we don't have anything. We can always start another business. Um but we we can't start another body, unfortunately, and so you have to start with the body that you have. And this body really needs to last us in good health throughout our life's lifetime. And we want to also make sure that it's not just about lifespan, but more importantly, it's health span. And unfortunately, uh, while lifespans may be increasing, health spans are rapidly decreasing. Um, we've got almost a fifty percent obesity rate right now in the U.S. We've got more unhealthy people than ever before. That's why I'm doing my radio show and podcast, Make America Healthy, because I believe it's really important to empower people with simple tools that they can use to take back their health again, physically and mentally. And that means developing uh, strong tools for stress reduction. I believe in the power of meditation, positive affirmations, um, you know, and keeping yourself in an even keel mentally requires that you're in physical good health because many foods actually uh, stop our brains from functioning as well as they could they impair cognitive function in particular gluten sugar excess alcohol processed foods and you want to have a healthy brain to make good decisions and you want to have a healthy body to support you in your day-to-day activities so it all works together and because the mind really does kind of define the body sometimes we need to change our thought patterns and make them healthier in order for us to achieve good physical health which again is the cornerstone for everything
0: so what have you uh I don't do, do you work as a, a fitness coach too I know so you have a yo uh, you I know you teach other yoga instructors how to be uh, like to be certified correct what's um, your can,
1: ba- well, what's your com- background my Go background ahead. um is that for 25 years, I've been running the largest yoga mind body school in the world. It's called Yoga Fit. We have over 150 different educational programs, Mm -hmm. including corporate wellness programs, uh, where we work with corporations, insurance companies, just to help get their employees healthier again, physically, as well as mentally. Um, I myself, you know, work with small groups of entrepreneurs through various organizations where I might go in and present at their retreat. And it's actually the favorite, my favorite work that I do. I, I write books. I, I do my radio show. Um, but my, my favorite uh, part of my job by far is just educating people on their health and showing them that nothing feels as good as being healthy.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I, I think about uh, some, some people I know, and they, they hate exercise. They, they hate exercise and they know it's, they should be doing it, but they don't do it. What, what do you say to someone like that?
1: Well, I mean, hate exercise is a pretty strong term. Uh, you, I guess you could hate exercise, but you need to love to learn movement Uh and you love, you need to learn to, to love to move your body. Uh, even if it's, you know, go take your dog for a, a three-mile walk or go out with your kids um, or take up tennis or, or, well, golf is not that physically active, but, you know, find something that involves movement that you can learn to love and uh, your body will reward you. I, I'm very fortunate, Stephen, that I um, discovered the gym very early in life. I've been working out in the gym since age 15. So fitness has just always been part of my uh, daily repertoire. And it's really become over the years, like my mental health salvation. And, you know, if everything is going wrong with business, and I'm feeling super challenged or anxious. You know, I always just say to myself, well, at least you've got your health. And health is something you can take with you. And you know, just like I travel a lot uh, for work and I see a lot of unhealthy people traveling and even the rigors of travel demand that you have a healthy fit body. I mean, picking up a heavy carry-on and putting it in the overhead, dragging your bag uh, through the airports, you know, up and down the hills of the airport, it's physically demanding. And, um, Having these bodies is really a responsibility and and we are responsible for keeping our bodies as healthy as possible and I don't believe that anyone can argue that point because again, our bodies left to their own devices are pretty smart at healing, bouncing back, recalibrating, regenerating, but we need to provide that ultimate an optimal condition for that healing to occur, for that repair to occur, for the basic functioning of the body to be as effortless as possible, whether it's cardiovascular health, digestive health, circulatory health, uh, metabolic health. So um, if you, I wrote a book called the the yoga fit athlete. And in that book, I say that we're all we're all athletes and we're in this game called life. And as we've seen in the past couple of years, it really becomes survival of the fittest, no joke. And there's thousands of scientific studies showing that, you know, the more muscle you can add to your body as you get older, the less body fat percentage you have. The the more you're going to be uh, avoiding 80% of adult disease, which is self-created by poor choices. Um, So if you think that we can outwit our DNA by participating in activities that are good for us, uh, managing our stress through meditation, other mind-body tools, eating proper food, not overeating, not over-drinking, chances are we're going to have that really long Health span.
0: Yeah, I um, you know, I'll talk about my routines in the in a second, just because I know our listeners, I don't I don't get into myself that much, but uh, you know, honestly, but I think it's important uh, for this exercise, right. uh for this podcast. Um but before I get there, we're like what I tell people to uh who don't exercise and maybe they're not happy about that. I say, number one thing is you got to find something that you don't mind doing. You have to either like it or love it. So rather, like you said, go for a walk with the dog or, you know, go for a bike ride or take up a sport or, you know, yoga, uh, you know, you know, even if you just start off small by, you know, going for a walk or, you know, going to yoga once a week, I think, you know, yoga, I, I think the best I've ever felt in my life when I was on a consistent schedule of going to yoga, um, uh, like two to three days a week, uh, that now I've always exercised. I mean, right now I do competitive rowing on water, and I've done that for the last five years. For twenty years, I played tennis five days a week on a competitive level. Um, you know, I took up sailing on a small boat, you know, just to be outdoors more and. Uh, and I hike all the time and do things like that. So, so uh, what I want to like, let our listeners know is that the first thing I think about every day or the night before is how am I going to fit my, my, um, exercise into that day?
1: I do the same exact thing.
0: Right. And I look forward to it the most. Right. So I'll give you an example. I did a podcast before this one. Okay. I did. I had my I had my work this morning I had to you know go through my emails and do all the variety of different things I do with my job I had a podcast and then I had your podcast Beth. and um, right after this I'm going to, I'm gonna go work out you know that's how I fit it because I got something going on at five at five o'clock actually between five and six I'm um, I'm actually playing tennis but it's not a competitive thing it's I'm teaching somebody just as a favor and um, so I know I can't get my, my uh uh, my fitness in. So I have to get it in the middle of the day, but I'm not going to go through a day. You know, I take one day off a week from exercising. Um, so that's the first thing I learned and Beth, you say the same thing. You know, we kind of say, Hey, where is my bucket for today for exercise? Correct. Is that what you do as well?
1: Uh, most definitely. I do try to get it in, in the morning or I'll work for a while. And then mid morning, I'll take a break and go, uh, work out for an hour or do yoga, uh, or, you know, go out for a swim, a walk, whatever. But, um, if we reframe as entrepreneurs and think like, what is the biggest gift that I can give to myself? You know, the totality of who I am, that gift is, is movement, it's exercise, and it's health. And so, you know, you can say, oh, I hate exercise. But if you turn that around and you're like, I just went to the gym and did 45 minutes of cardio or I did 55 minutes of weight training or I took a spin class, you just gave yourself a gift. And you cannot give yourself a better gift than health. You know, you can buy 10 cars, you can buy a big house, you can buy a new business, you can buy stuff. But at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, you really can't enjoy any of those things. So if we just reframe and look at anything healthy we do as a gift to ourselves, you know, that's where you want to be really putting deposits in the good health bank. Because yeah. we end up, you know, our body is just a sum of the choices we make. And, yeah,
0: and I like that, the way you put that to reframe. And so I think if, 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 I, if, if someone were to ask me, Steve, why do you exercise? I think you'd be surprised to know that the number one reason is mental health.
1: Me For too, me, Steven. It's a me, mental
0: health, right? Me
1: too. Yeah, getting a great body, and I yep. have only, you know, I'm in my fifties, and I have my body fat is sixteen percent, sixteen point two. Sometimes it goes up to eighteen or nineteen. But, um, yeah, I've suffered from depression my entire life. A horrible PMS. Uh, sometimes anxiety, a lot of fear. And the way that I mitigate all of those things is with exercise.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a, a key ingredient in all those things. And, you know, the, uh, the second reason is because I like to look fit and f- feel good. And, and But uh, to, to reframe it and to bring that back into what you're saying is, I mean, if you're running a business, I, I would assume that you are reading <laughs> because you want to – know what's going on in the industry. You want to be better at at running a company. You're doing that to benefit you. To me, fitness is the exact same thing. Physical fitness, you you need to do those things to uh, handle the stresses, to be physically fit, to be able to be at your best. I mean, I look at, when I go to work, I look at it as a competitive sport every single day. And as a competitive sport, I need to be at my best. And part of that is getting a good night's sleep, watching my diet, not drinking too much alcohol, of course, Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, feeling good about myself. Um, So I, you know, I think the idea that to reframe it, even if you say, you know, oh, I hate, I just don't feel like I, I don't want to exercise. I don't like it. Um, maybe you just got to do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, when we're running businesses and I go through this too, cause there's a lot, a lot of parts of my job that I I really don't like at all. And you know, you just, you have to do it. You have to pay the bills. You have to, you know, fire an employee, whatever you have to do on a, on a day-to-day basis, We don't have options. So I would challenge people to look at their health the same exact way. Uh, Not being healthy is not an option. Your body is a gift. It's a responsibility. And, you know, it's very easy for us to educate ourselves. I mean, really all you need is YouTube these days. You can learn everything you need to know about intermittent fasting, uh, you know, keto diet or, or or vegetarian diet, or carnivore diet, like whatever your thing is. Um, Again, that's why I do my radio show, Make America Healthy, because my goal is to educate people on the different options they have, the new information that's out there, new science, uh, old science, and really how to implement simple tools on a day-to-day basis, not only to look better, but most importantly, to feel better on every level.
0: Yeah, you know uh, that, that's the other thing. Like I, I said, that I think exercising is really, really important. But the other thing I've learned over a period of time—maybe um, I'm fifty-seven, maybe at fifty-five—I, I'm sorry, forty-five—I learned it. You count, you can't out-exercise poor eating habits. Yeah, you, you just, you just can't do it.
1: Yeah, my book Yoga Lean uh, that was released from Random House in two thousand fourteen. In that book, I said, you can out eat any exercise program. Yeah. The first time I ever saw a competitive female bodybuilder in my life, I was in college and I had gone to this kind of grunt and sweat gym on the South shore of Long Island. And, you know, I was kind of amazed by what I saw. And she looked at me and she said, don't forget diet is 75% of it.
0: Yeah, it's... uh it's the thing that I try to focus on the most now. And uh, it, that's, to me, eating, uh, not overeating to me. And eating the right things is harder than exercising.
1: <laughs> Almost so, definitely. You know, yeah. um, we live in a culture and a society where fast food is promoted. In fact, if you turn on, you know, the TV, every commercial is either for, you know, 10 pizzas for a dollar or a pill to take care of your uh, high blood pressure, uh gastric distress, you know, whatever it is. And there are two sides to a bad coin. So we have to educate ourselves and we have to educate our children. Uh, I, I believe that, you know, especially young girls, you know, 14, 15, like I was when I went to the gym for the first time, Uh, If you have daughters and you're listening, send them to the gym, get them into exercise. It's not only incredibly empowering for women, but it it also builds a lot of self-confidence, strength, and survival skills. Um, And again, we're living in an extremely Darwinistic world right now. And it truly is not just survival of the fittest, but also survival of the wisest.
0: Yeah, uh, uh I I don't have I have two boys and um uh, if I had girls I I, I my oldest son is, has two black belts and I would send if I had I have two older sisters and so I I resonate very well with women and um and uh, if I had if I had young girls I would have them if they were willing to do it uh do some type of martial arts to be honest with you. Um I think that's been very, it's very empowering and, um, I think, uh, women nowadays, it's nice to, to have some self-defense, uh, capabilities. Yeah, I, I,
1: I, every woman needs that for sure. Um, yep. yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, let me ask you this question, uh, from your experience, cause you're, I know you're meeting executives, you're meeting business owners from your experience. Do success, successful, is there a correlation between successful at business and someone saying physically fit and eating right?
1: Uh, I would say yes, because again, I'm around a lot of different groups of individuals. I've uh, done the uh, Harvard uh, OPM program uh, that required, you know, me spending uh, three weeks for three years with uh, business owners from all over the world. And I will say that most... I would say probably 90%, 85 to 90% of them were, were very physically fit. I did not see a lot of overweight people uh, in my Harvard class. And again, I, you know, I, I went to a conference of another organization that I did a program with most recently. I, I, I'm not going to name any names, um, uh, But I offered uh, to teach yoga and meditation at their conference uh, that was held in in Washington, D.C. with about 2,500 small business owners from all over the U.S. And I will say that a lot of them were very, very unfit. And then the food that they were serving, you know, open bar, they were serving like pizza and Chicken wings and waffles, and I was like, "Wow, are they trying to kill small business owners?" <laughs> yeah, uh, because there's no mention at this conference. Again, twenty five hundred entrepreneurs there who had been through this program. No mention of health at all on the program, and I I can't imagine running any type of business conference yeah. without having health education. It's funny because. A few years ago, I was at a Scaling Up conference, and they brought in Dr. Amon from Amon Clinics to talk about brain scans and brain health. But then when I saw what they were serving for lunch and at the breaks, you know, a lot of gluten, a lot of sugar, and those things are are known to create uh, cognitive dysfunction. So a lot of times, you know, I also would love to go into more business conferences and help design the... Food plans, because we need to teach people, maybe people are so focused on their business, they've forgotten they have a body. And with technology, these days, it's really easy for us to forget we even have a body until and and the problem, Stephen, is this the body will whisper at, you know, at us. Uh, Most things don't come out of nowhere. So the body whispers, if you're not in tune with your body, which is something that yoga really gives you a a leg up on, if you're not in tune with your body and you don't hear the whispers, the whispers soon will turn into a scream. That scream can be a heart attack. It can be cancer. It can be high blood pressure. Uh, It can be a stroke. It can be something that probably could have been prevented if you were in tune with your body, if you were staying hydrated, if you were practicing clean eating, I'm a big proponent of intermittent fasting, um, exercise, obviously, mind-body tools, yoga, meditation. So we have to, we have to be in touch with our bodies.
0: So let's let's do a combined because you you listed a lot of them. I know we're going to repeat ourselves, Beth. You and I are going to put our our heads together and come up with a brainstorm list right now of the best things that you should do. And it won't be in order, um, both on your experience and both on my experience, we've mentioned a lot of them during the show. So Beth, you go first, give us one thing that you think that entrepreneurs should do. Um, and we're going to go right down the list. If if you get my drift, so to speak,
1: I'm going to start out with at least 45 minutes of vigorous exercise a day.
0: Yep. And then mine's going to be, uh, before you go to bed every night, know what exercise being and when you're going to exercise the next day.
1: Adopting a meditation program uh, for anxiety, depression, and managing your moods.
0: Yes. And I'm going to add to that, that your meditation program does not to be, need to be 45 minutes long. It can be 10 minutes, um, especially to start. You'll get a lot of benefit out of 10 minutes of just sitting by yourself and just, you know, there's a lot of great apps out too, if you want to do that. Go ahead, Beth.
1: Uh, I would say developing some type of a mind body program, uh, some type of yoga, or at least adding at least 10 to 15 minutes of yoga at the end of every workout. So you can balance out your body uh, from repetitive use injuries.
0: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to echo that. And uh, it's going to be the same thing, but I'm going to say that to everybody If you want to do the best exercise, that's the best for your body, for the mind um, that will have the best amount of benefit in the least amount of time, do yoga. You're next.
1: I would say give up gluten and reduce your sugar intake.
0: Yeah. I I, I was just going to add that, um, that if you're already exercising a lot, Um, Maybe you're probably not listening to this podcast, but if you're exercising a lot, that prioritize diet over exercise. Your diet is actually probably a little bit more important than putting in that hour and a half, two hours of exercising a day or whatever you're doing.
1: I would say give intermittent fasting a try. It's truly a game changer and will help you get in touch with the true hunger cues of your body and not just you eating because you think it's mealtime.
0: If uh, if you've failed over and over and over again with either diet or exercise, get a coach.
1: I would say keep an exercise and nutrition journal so you can really find out what you're doing with your body and what you're putting into it.
0: Uh, Get your significant other uh, doing things with you so that you can combine two things. Spending time with each other and exercising.
1: I'm going to say, do a ruthless assessment of your current health plan.
0: I would say, uh, on top of that, I uh, agree with you, and that's part of what you're saying. Go see a doctor, get, get all, get blood tests done, see how you're doing. Get, a, get, a, get an honest
1: assessment from your doctor about, you know how you're doing. Yeah, I was going to say uh, baseline tests, uh, blood work for sure, and for women because your hormones can change at the drop of a hat, uh, which can have a whole ripple effect uh, that's not good. And then also uh, for people who are suffering from impaired cognitive function, uh, if you can go get a brain scan or an EEG or something so you kind of know what's going on with your brain, uh, that's always a good thing.
0: Uh, pick up a competitive sport. Uh, pickleball is f- uh, huge throughout the United States. I just let our listeners know: my niece and my uh, now, um, what, is he, what is he considered? My niece's husband. Uh, they are they are professional pickleball players, and I just went to their wedding, and it was the whole wedding was. Uh, um, with 80 people pickleball, so it's the fastest growing sport in the United States. Um, but pickleball, tennis, um, you know, golf—if you can do not the drinking, if you can walk the course, that you could still do that. Um, but find some—I do competitive rowing. You'd be surprised how many clubs there are throughout the United States that do a competitive sport. Um, and, uh, it's fun.
1: Yeah. I would say, you know, there are many, uh, apps like you can download the next door app and you can find people in your neighborhood who might want to walk or exercise with you because having a companion, uh, for movement is always a good thing.
0: I agree with you. I, I was going to say that too. If you can't afford a coach, um, look at a companion. Um, I, I, I have somebody this winter that I'm, I'm going to be, uh, that we're going to kind of. I wouldn't say we're not going to work out together. He, he, he's a competitive row or two, but every week or two, we're going to kind of meet and talk about how we're doing. We've got we, we one last one. Go ahead.
1: Uh, develop a flexibility program. You know, as we get older, uh, just like a uh, branch gets older, it gets uh, brittle and inflexible. And so by developing a yoga and flexibility program, we are able to become like bamboo, strong and flexible. And that's how we want to age gracefully. Yeah. My last one is um, to get a subscription to
0: some type of fitness magazine. If, if it's in your face and you, you know, if you get men's health or, you know, women's health or something like that, and it's always there and you're staying on top, just like your business, staying on top of trends and stuff like that, it keeps it on top of mind. And I, I always enjoy when I go, I'm flying on the airplane and I go into the magazine rack. Yes, there are still magazine racks. I don't.
1: Uh, internationally, <laughs> really... I think, not nationally. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, you're right. Um, I still enjoy it. I see that men's fitness magazine and I kind of pick it up. I love I...
1: men's fitness. That's yeah, a great magazine. It Even really is. Even for women, there's great workouts in there. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I, I, I want to add two more. Uh, one is that, you know, when you're working out in the gym, go 10% heavier on the weights. You're stronger than you realize you are. And that's where you're seeking to see the most gain is if you increase your weight load once you've warmed up properly with a few warm up sets. And also please listen to my radio show that lives anywhere podcasts live, and it's called make America healthy.
0: Yeah. All good stuff. Like you said, it keeps it in front of you so that you, um, you know how important it is. Um, so it was a great podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank so very much Beth Shaw from Yoga Fit for coming on to today's podcast. And if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend, and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Um, also, if you like today's podcast, um, please give us a review. If you liked other podcasts, please give us a five star review it really helps the word uh, be spread and if you're looking for a business line of credit please uh, call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at fscreditline.com That's fs as in financing solutions creditline.com beth if anyone wants to get in touch with you how would they go about doing that
1: uh, they can go to my website bethshaw.com they can also find me on instagram bethshawhealth i'm on linkedin bethshawyoga and I'm on Facebook, and you can also check out YogaFit's offerings and corporate wellness at yogafit.com.
0: Great. Beth, thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. It's really been a pleasure.
0: So, our takeaway from today, my takeaway from today, it's something that I, I had already alluded to the idea is um, before you think about what you're doing the next day at your job, think about what you're going to do to take good care of yourself. Um, it's the most important of your job. And um, I think it's really the advice that I give almost after every show is you gotta take care of yourself. All right, everybody have a great day. It was a good podcast. I knew Beth was gonna be excellent. And everybody take care of yourself.